Hello, and welcome back to season two of the 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking Alcohol podcast. I'm Diane Gibbs, your hostess with the mostest, and I am going to continue to share my stories of drinking and drunking my way through 30 plus years and how I finally found freedom from alcohol. I'm still having fun. These stories are real, raw, and relatable. So hang on and get ready for the next one. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to have you guys here.、Um, it's still like gorgeous weather,、uh, and I'm really just excited to share with you. Because you know what actual season is? It's football season. All the schools are back in session. And football Saturday has already begun.、Uh, that was such a big thing for us in college.、Um, we bought the tickets for the games. It was, you sat in the student section. You made sure you had a sweatshirt. Nowadays, they have like these at Michigan State, they have these overalls, white. And、um, green striped overalls. I'm not quite sure what that the like, thought is behind that、um, attire, but whatever it is, it is. It's quite funny to see all the kids all dressed up in that garb now. And so, but it was a big thing because you、um, had to figure out where you were going to tailgate. The tailgate was so. Important and who was having the party? Was it at the fraternity? Did you have friends' parents coming in? Who was going to get to the parking lot to get、um, the, uh, the, the space,、uh, set up the food, bringing the booze, bringing the ice, just getting it, everybody there to that tailgate, or however the game day. Looked like. I know we went on road trips to go to football games. I went to U of M. I went to IU. And so today's story, what I'm going to tell you about is game day at the University of Wisconsin. Now, I have cousins that live up in Madison. So I was just up there. And so that is why I'm telling this story because, wow, the memories just came flooding back in. Um, and I didn't connect with my cousins when I went up for this game,、um, but we connected. I connected with some of my dear,、um, loving, fun friends, and、uh, we went to the game. Well, we were going to go to the Michigan State University of Wisconsin game. So we get up there, we park our cars, and we're going to go to a local bar that they know about. Well, you go to the bar, but no one's in the bar. Everybody is out in the parking lot. The party, the whole bar has like moved outdoors. Everybody was in red. The Badgers are all red up there. And there's just a huge mob of people. There were bars set up all over. Like, you never saw anything like this at Michigan State. Everybody, like, were, they were in the bars. We did not, our bars did not overflow into the parking lots. But I feel like Wisconsin's even a bigger party state, and they just allowed that drinking to overflow outside. It was probably better for the bar because there were so many people pre gaming that day. I think they always, you know, you got those pre gamers. And so here we are, we're getting some,、um, getting our booze, we're partying, 
One thing always to remember is to get that food in you before you start the party. Um, your alcohol, I mean, alcohol is just being poured into your system and it's actually better not to, better to drink, um, not to drink. It's better to drink on a full stomach. You don't want an empty stomach. Um, you think your tolerance is um, higher if you have food in your stomach? Possibly. It just is really the person and um, what they're used to drinking. So here we are. We're partying, drinking, and it's getting towards game time. And we're getting ready to go to... Um, we're trying to figure out about going to the game. We didn't have enough tickets for everybody to go to the game. And we were waiting to go to the bathroom. And there's, you know, the porta potties are all lined up. And probably about 10 minutes before, I saw these two wasted girls go into, um, they were in line to go to the porta potty. And one goes in, and then I noticed another one going in with her. And I thought, oh my gosh, what the? Two people can't fit into a porta potty. Like, this isn't normal. It wasn't like it was one of the um, barrier-free ones. This was just your regular porta potty. And these two girls go in there. So anyways, we're still waiting in line. There's several porta potties. And as we're waiting, you know, we go in and out. And um, we notice this one line is just like not moving whatsoever. And people are standing and going, what the heck? And they start asking what's going on in there. And I said, you know, I'd seen some girls go in there, but I never saw them leave. I kind of was waiting to see what kind of disaster was going to pour out of there. And so this went on for at least 20 minutes to a half an hour. And as we're sitting there, um, someone finally goes over and opens the door to the porta potty. And I have never seen anything like this. These two girls were on the floor of the porta potty. Now, if you go into a porta potty, there's not much space in those things on the floor. And God, who would ever sit on that floor? I, you don't set anything onto the floor. You don't even, like, uh, when I go, I hold on to, like, the door. I try to just, like, pee over the toilet, not to touch anything. And, oh, my gosh, these girls were sitting on the floor. One girl's head was resting on the rim of the toilet. Like, I go into a porta potty and practically want to vomit because of the smell and the stench. And to have my head anywhere close, like, I won't put my ass on that seat. I would never put my face, these girls. The next thing you do is you look at these girls and, oh, my gosh, one girl had vomit all over her. I swear the other friend must have vomited on the other girl. They were a complete mess. And they weren't moving out of this porta potty. They were just there. And now people are gawking, going, What the fuck is going on here? Never had we ever seen anything like this. So now you kind of get the bar people involved and they they don't they must like have some kind of process and what they can and cannot do so and um originally when those girls had gone into the bathroom they were with some guys and it was i it was like i believe that the guys 
had the girls going into the line to the bathroom and the guys went to the football game and then the girls were going to follow, which the girls never followed. The next thing we saw, um, besides these two girls that had vomited all over each other, just covered with filth, um, next thing we hear is an ambulance. The siren's coming. You've got some um, paramedics that pull up and they are pulling out a stretcher. So the girl that had vomit all over her was totally unconscious. And they actually had to pick her up out of that porta potty and carry her out and put her on the stretcher. Now, the other girl kind of came to and was talking and trying not to let that girl go on the ambulance, but she was so wasted, like she was not barely able to stand up and she was making no sense. And she's like, we're going to the game. And they're like, you're not going to the game. This is insane if you think you're going to the game. And then I remember the cops coming because they were publicly intoxicated. I don't know what the Wisconsin laws were, but these girls were... Um, looked like the the wasted one might have been getting um, a ticket for drunken disorderly. I've never seen anything like it. So probably about, um, and you know, we kind of stayed around. We saw these girls get hauled off. One went with the police. The other went with the um, ambulance. And um, we noticed probably about, it was halftime. And these guys came back looking for these girls and they were the husbands. And it's so interesting because like I said, they were the husbands. These weren't even college girls. These were women that were older, married, going to this college football game and getting so wasted. They were puking all over each other, the porta potty. It was the most disgusting thing. I have ever seen like we were just cringing, vomiting, uh, wanting to vomit ourselves. It's so interesting. So for years, the college football did not um, did not allow drinking at most of the stadiums. Through the years, they've um, they've allowed it, uh, and it's interesting because I know I would go to the game and. I would only stick around for a while because my alcohol would wear off. So I wanted to go out. Now, you couldn't leave the game and then come back in. It was once you left, you were out for good. And so I remember going into the games, leaving, going to the bar to get drunk. It was like this Saturday binge that needed to happen. For some reason, we thought that was fun. And then you have to try to figure out your way back to the home or to the bar and usually it was a bar and then you were waiting in a long line and the majority of the time for me I wasn't waiting on a long line because I had connections to get into the bar but it was just a gross mess and it was something that was a ritual now why does this need to be a ritual it's interesting, about 65% of the kids going to college said they drink, and about 20% say that they have never drank. And good for those kids that have never drank, except for you. I think you need to try it to get it in your system, but to understand really what a poison it really is. Um, 
those girls were, had severe alcohol poisoning. It was probably, you know, like noon. So in such a short time, those ladies that were in that nasty porta potty vomiting on each other with their head resting in the porta potty. Oh, takes me to sick. Severe alcohol poisoning. They got took taken away on a stretcher. I just want to know, like, does it, do you have to have alcohol to have fun? Think about it. Does that sound like fun? To me, when I quit drinking, oh my gosh, the stress was like off my shoulders because now I didn't have to figure out how I would, what I was going to drink. Like if I was going to have enough alcohol, was I going to have enough ice? Like that was such a concern for me. Oh, I'm going to this event. Am I going to be able to um, have enough uh, alcohol for that event? That was just a big concern. It was always the alcohol, always the alcohol. How was I going to get the alcohol in? Was I going to smuggle it in? Was it allowed? Once I gave it up, all I wanted to make sure was I had some water. I wanted a non-alcoholic drink. And then I'll tell you, that actually was harder to find um, because most of these events are alcohol. It's, what do I want to say? It was alcohol focus. That's all it was. It was all about the alcohol. Now you did have food and some people bought really good food, but you would drink the alcohol, chow down some food so you wouldn't get as wasted. But yeah, it's so interesting. Like when I want to ask when's the last time that you went to an event, like a football game, without drinking. Have you gone to those tailgates and seen all that going on? Like when I go back to visit Michigan State, I'll stop by the tailgates, but I actually hop around um, because I just don't have the tolerance just to hang out and watch people get drunk. Um, And it's not everybody that is just like getting drunk. There are some people that are just hardcore, that's their focus. And then there's some people that are just drinking casually and um, trying to catch a buzz for some reason. And, you know, it's so interesting because alcohol, it it hits your system and it takes about 15 minutes, 15, 18 to 20 minutes for it to hit. And then that dopamine levels go up. Um, And then, but that only lasts such a short amount of time. And then that's why you want another drink so quickly because you're never actually going to get at that high level of dopamine again once you have that first drink. And then you're always chasing that effect. Always chasing. You're never. And through the years, I always thought having a high tolerance, I was cool. Well, it's actually not cool. It just means that you drank in excess and that you're building up this tolerance in your body that you're not even enjoying it to the capacity. It's actually much better for you to be a cheap date and be a one day wonder or one drink wonder. Um, And it's actually not cool to be a one drink wonder at all, or even being the, um, just being a lightweight. I tell you, Watching people and their behavior with alcohol has just turned me off so much. I don't necessarily enjoy going to those events anymore like I used to. Um, 
and I'm grateful I'm not in that situation anymore. I'm grateful I don't drink. And I'm grateful that I practice another form of entertainment. I'm grateful that I know how to have fun without alcohol. The question is, do you? Do you know how to do it? And if you want to continue to have a discussion about how you can do it without, let me know. Let's talk. I, it's been interesting, the conversations I've been having lately about the alcohol and what it really is doing to people and how destructive it is on people's lives. And as we get older, people can see it more so. It's too bad we can't see it so long ago. Too bad we don't listen to our parents' advice. Um, and I know so many people's parents are drinking. Like my kids and my friends all drink. And so do their kids, and it's really, it makes me sad to watch that whole progression going on to the next generation, and it's the next generation's getting wasted. They're getting one of the parents drunk and making her throw up, and I just am like, oh my gosh, here is the parent get sinking down to this college person's level and acting just as immature and as idiotic as... Um, the young naive kids. So I am just, <laughs> I never thought about any of those consequences back in the day and just partying. I didn't think about like how I was going to um, do later. Like, and once it was college, it was football Saturday. That's all the day was meant for. You weren't going to be able to go on to the evening and to do another party. At least I couldn't. I could not handle my alcohol to that extent. And so, boy, oh boy, I, with football season um, here, just be cautious of what you're doing. Be aware of how you're participating. Be aware how present you are. Um, and do you go to those games to watch the games, to participate in the, with all the fans and the craziness? Do you go for the drink? Why do you go for those, go to those games? I know I have no desire to go to those games. Once in a while I will, you know, but it's just like once in a great while, what do you remember about your college football days? And uh, so I just wanted to share this experience with you guys. Um, it was so real this weekend. And it just like brought me back to that day when those people were so wasted in that porta potty. I'm so grateful that wasn't me. I have gone into a porta potty and thrown up because of the stench. I have gone into the porta potty and prayed to God that I wasn't going to like touch anything in there. I have gone into a porta potty and just walked in and walked right out because of the nasty mast and uh, things that I just couldn't handle. So I just um, needed to come and share more with you guys and let you know that there is life on the other side without booze. There is freedom on the other side without booze. Life is so much better when you're not worrying about how you're going to get it, when you're going to get it, where you're going to get it, with who you're going to get it, how long will you have it, will you have enough, 
what is going to happen when you run out because you can't drink and drive and get it. Um, you know, don't you want to wake up feeling refreshed, remembering the events of the night before, waking up with a clear head, feeling good, being ready for the new day, not feeling that anxiousness and scared about what you had done the night before. There's so many other things that you can do and appreciate in life without alcohol. Like going to those football games, it's so possible to go without alcohol. You can go and have some food and enjoy that. You can go and root on your team. You can enjoy the camaraderie of the spirit of the teens out there, of all the fans. You can enjoy the halftime experience. You can, and there is so much more to life that you can experience and that without the booze. So, I just needed to share that that football experience with you guys. College football season is upon us. It doesn't mean that you need to be the wasted one upon that experience. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for listening and stopping by today. My life is so much better without alcohol. I have had such a better experience. um, And I have actually found peace and happiness and joy. And the anxiousness is gone. The fear of what I did the night before is gone. I'm that memory now. I'm the memory for all my friends that continue to drink. And actually, frankly, I don't like to be the memory because I don't like to be around at all to that um, extent. And the nice thing about it is that because I don't drink, I can leave the party. I can drive away from the party. I get there early to have a good conversation to begin with. And then I leave before it all starts turning. So what's your story with alcohol? What's your story with going to college football games? Are you a binge drinker? Do you binge on those Saturday football days? If you don't want to be that binger, call me and let's talk about how we can find you some alternatives. I'm here for you. If you are looking for something to cut your anxiety, I have been um, taking this wonderful CBD. I've been doing these gummies. They're great. They're helpful. My anxiousness Um, Even when I'm getting into those occasions, I can actually tell the difference the anxiousness has cut back. And so I'm grateful for that as well. So I am here to continue to share my stories with you. If you want to share your story with me, reach out. They're sober. Um, I have some discovery calls and I actually have opened some um, two slots for a private uh, one-on-one coaching. And if you think that could be um, a place that you want to look and let's do a discovery call. Let's and go into my link in my um, show notes and it will take you to set up a discovery call. It will also take you to my CBD um, products. And coming soon, as I continue to talk about sticky balls, they are so goody for you. I have so much more to share about that, and we will talk about that another time. So thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. 
Um, if you want to do a little reflection and journaling, ask yourself this. Do I have to drink to have fun? When was the last time you went out to an event and didn't drink and had a good time? Does drinking always make sure, does it always ensure that you're going to have a good time? Think about it that way too. So be safe. We'll talk to you next time. And thanks again for stopping by. So thanks again for stopping by. I'm so glad you did. If you have an opportunity and you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review it. Share it with your friends. Leave me a message. Let me know what you think. I greatly appreciate all your times that you're coming by and listening. And as I shared about CBD, if you guys are interested in learning more about the effects and what CBD could do for your life, let me know. I got to tell you, besides the wonderful um the effects that CBD can have on your body, getting your endocannabinoid system balanced. There's a great community available. And on top of that, the business opportunity is unbelievable. Something like you've never experienced before. The whole CBD experience is quite awesome. I'm super excited to be on it. So if you're interested in more, let me know. Reach out. DM me. I am here to share more. CBD for the summer. We actually just came out with, there is a new lemon lime collagen that is of a margarita flavor. And as I said, I was enjoying some CBD powdered drinks um, at the Grateful Dead. And now I've got another flavor to add to the repertoire. So I'm going to have my own CBD margarita. Who wants to join me? Cheers to you. Reach out to me. Take care and God bless.